What do you think of when you hear the word tuberculosis? If you're a history buff, maybe you think of the White Plague, when it was the leading cause of death in Europe in the 17th century, and may have also killed King Louis XIII of France as well as King Edward VI of England. Or maybe you just think of the word consumption instead. If you're a fan of movies, your mind might jump to Camille, Moulin Rouge, or Parasite. Tuberculosis has also been featured in many 19th century artworks, like those of Monet or of Monk, during a time when this infectious disease was so prevalent, accounting for around a quarter of all deaths in the Western world, and was, strangely, also somewhat revered, becoming romanticized as the cause of death for artistic heroes like Chopin, Keats, and the Bronte sisters, and also eventually earning its nickname as the Romantic Disease, reflecting the period's ideals rooted in romanticism that prioritized feelings over reason. Smithsonian Magazine says that tuberculosis also helped set Victorian beauty standards, as it gave its patients rosy lips and cheeks by causing high fevers, and made them pale and thin by causing a lack of appetite. But while many 19th century high society people believed that if you were more attractive, you were more likely to contract tuberculosis, it is in fact a brutal disease in many cases, caused by a specific kind of bacteria that the Centers for Disease Control says usually goes after the lungs but can actually attack any part of the body. In addition to high fevers and weight loss, symptoms of tuberculosis include coughing up blood or mucus, night sweats, and chest pain. If left untreated, the tuberculosis bacteria can cause lesions to develop in organ tissues. Eventually, in a process called caseation, which is derived from the Latin word for cheese, the inflammation caused by the bacteria breaks down these organ tissues and leaves a thick, almost cheesy-like substance in their place. People who die from tuberculosis, therefore, are often killed by organ failure or by internal hemorrhaging in the lungs. The disease is not as transmissible as, say, a cold or the flu. But as you can imagine, tuberculosis, or TB, in the lungs or throat is especially contagious because coughing or talking can bring those bacteria out into the air. And so, people with a TB infection often spread the bacteria to people they spend time with frequently. Many people who breathe in these pathogens and become infected have what's called latent TB, where the bacteria is inactive and cannot spread to other people for now, but can still cause full tuberculosis disease in the future. Now, tuberculosis is still a public health concern throughout the world, especially in non-industrialized regions of Southeast Asia and Africa. But even though it's no longer an imminent issue in the United States, where we have one of the lowest incidence rates worldwide, thanks to vaccines and medicine, that doesn't mean experts are any less vigilant. In fact, even though tuberculosis is entirely curable, it still hasn't been completely eradicated because of things like antibiotic resistance and limited resources in developing nations with a high TB prevalence. Here in the U.S., the tuberculosis incidence rate has decreased steadily over the past 30 years. Recently, however, cases of tuberculosis have partially rebounded due to the COVID-19 pandemic that halted testing and treatment. Although California, at 22%, makes up most of the TB cases in the country owing to its status as the most populated state, let's talk about Washington. Last spring, Washington's Department of Health reported the worst outbreak of tuberculosis the state had seen in 20 years. By the end of 2021, nearly 200 cases had been reported in Washington. 
By the time the state's Department of Health issued that news release announcing the outbreak in May 2022, 70 cases had already been reported. One of these 70 patients was a woman known only by the initials VN. According to NBC News, around January of last year, VN suffered a car crash and went to the emergency room, where x-rays of her chest showed she had tuberculosis. However, over the course of a year, she has repeatedly refused to quarantine or to get treatment for her infection, forcing officials to appeal to a judge 16 times before he finally signed off on a warrant for her arrest earlier this month. The Tacoma Pierce County Health Department did not say why this woman, VN, continually denied treatment, but her attorney, Sarah Toffelmeyer, suggested that she might not understand what is happening and may be in need of a guardian. On the contrary, local health officials say that a court-certified interpreter has been present at every court hearing and that Toffelmeyer has already had multiple chances to request a guardian. Additionally, in a court filing obtained by the Tacoma News Tribune, Toffelmeyer said that the woman, quote, has not acknowledged the existence of her own medical condition, that she often speaks out of turn with rapid, disorganized speech, and that she has, on multiple occasions, threatened suicide after papers were served at her home. The orders from Judge Philip Sorensen require VN to either resume taking her medications or to voluntarily isolate herself, which a positive COVID-19 test result has suggested she's most likely not doing. Judge Sorensen also instructed the arresting officers to take appropriate precautions when being in close proximity to someone with a transmissible tuberculosis infection like VN. When she is arrested, according to a spokesperson for the county health department, VN will be taken to a facility for isolation, testing, and treatment. The goal is to persuade VN to voluntarily undergo treatment, thereby ensuring the safety of both herself and of the community. Thank you for listening. With KCSB News, I'm Joyce Chi.